The Danger Junior Fun Time No Sad Face Room is sponsored by Sobe Entertainment's PS5. Hey boys, you gamer? You like bouncy fun time without any sad face? Yeah? Okay, come down now. Sobe got good games. Sobe got PS5. They're all the craze. Much more power than other PS's. Whoa! That's you with the PS5. Get many now! Jesus Christ, we need better copies. We need it. We need to put like a. Uh, whoa, whoa, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> we need to put like uh, like Japanese ad music. Yeah. <laughs> underneath that. What does that sound like? Uh, like like. Who wants to be racist first? Yeah. Logan, you go. Welcome to the Danger Junior Writers Room. Logan's already in a tizzy. But that's just better for more content. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the hosts, Austin Zessen, and we're here to do some sketches with you today and also uh, do some talk. God, fuck. What do we do again? What do we do in the show? Here's what we, we do we is write. we read quality sketches yeah. written so, by other so we, people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we can't be holding I was interrupted. Oh, fuck. All right. Here's what we do <laughs> <laughs> is we read... We, we write sketches. We take an hour to write these amazing mm-hmm. sketches. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Uh, usually they're bad and then uh, we we read them we give each other parts and then we read them like a cold read which if you're a writer if you're in the biz like we are that means that we've never read it before but we're we're reading it for the first time and and if you're just joining us we're smoking and I'm interrupted again we're smoking meats in the backyard here got the green egg hey who's sponsoring this ad oh it's sweet baby rays sweet baby rays so some smoked meat. Sweet Baby Ray's and the PZ5. Um, our, our sponsor's actually Sobe. Sobe Entertainment. Sobe the PS5. Oh. Yes. They've got barbecue sauce, right? The, oddly enough, they sell two things. The PS5 mm. and barbecue sauce. Mm. Mm. And tea. Sobe tea. That's a different company, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm talking Sobe yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. Okay. That's Sobe Y. <laughs> got it. Yep. They also have uh, Bames John. That they have that franchise. <laughs> Of movies. And I'm taking that note down. Bane's <laughs> John. All right. Uh, let's introduce everyone else in the room uh, by asking, uh, what are you currently playing? My name is Austin Zessen, and I'm waiting for Cyberpunk 2077. Blake, you're going to go next. Oh, games-wise. Yeah, games. What are you playing? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm trying to not play League of Legends anymore. Because um, they... Well, I hate it. Uh, but also... I'm playing Destiny 2 again, back on my bullshit. Hell yeah. That's it. I'm Logan, and I'm currently playing myself. Thank you. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, I'm Megan. I'm Megan, and I want to be playing Overwatch, but uh, no one will play it with me. So I love Overwatch. Yeah, but you you play it on console, and I play on... Yeah, I just um, need to come over and play it. Yeah, and I play on PC. Um, so if any of my friends are listening, you've been playing League with everybody for six months and you haven't played Overwatch with me, and I would really appreciate if we could play some Overwatch. But don't make me play it. You don't have to play that's it. My, that's my one caveat. You'll play it. Uh, 
Yeah, you'll play it. You'll play you it. You don't even have to play it. I just want some friends to play with. But also, no, I won't say that. Let's move on. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to keep it simple. Um, I'm playing Danny. I've been long conning her Ooh. for a long time. <laughs> Well, you've and, just... And uh, that's my girlfriend. We can't let her hear you've this. Been made well, this now. episode, you know how we release like a year after we record? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It'll be done by then. Right. So, oh, you think? What's, what's your master plan? Well, I'm going to get her addicted to buying lottery tickets. Um, and then one of those, as soon as one of those hits, dude... Gone. I'm outie. Papa was but a rolling stone. It's been a little... It's kind of been, It's been hard to like get her to buy them. Mm-hmm. She's not really much of a gambler. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sounds great. All right, Megan, what are we talking about today? Womp womp. I want to know about um, your sad boy hours. I want to know the worst the worst time that you uh, were bullied. When have you been bullied? I want to know the story. Were you bullied? How were you bullied? Who bullied you? Say their names. Womp womp. Sad boy hours. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. Um, and I have a little caveat before I tell the story. Um, so this is, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about a whole year of bullying and then a specific instance of that bullying. Um, but a lot of my bullying used a very, um, very specific word that we cannot say anymore. But I think for the brevity of this story... I will say it, and if I didn't like that I said it, just say it. I'll just bleep it out in post. Just say it. I don't like that Logan wants me to say it because I think you I think I know what trouble. word you're saying, and I feel like I'll and say this it is right just now. my opinion. I feel like if you were ever called it, maybe you should get to say it. I think I can say it for the sake of the story. Yeah, and I, think I would you can. never call someone that word. Um, but they called me. They called me. Yeah, a lot. A lot. I mean, when was that? What was that 2012? That different was, word then. Um, oh my, this is going to age me. Um, and by that, I mean, not really age me. Yeah, it was, it was like t- it was the year 2006. Oh yeah. I mean, it was perfectly fine back then because of Xbox, because of Xbox Live. Yeah. Why? Because of Xbox Live. I mean, it's Live. not fine. It was Xbox it's Live, not you fine. can it's say literally okay, anything because of Xbox Live. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's just a different time, man. So I remember like, when Xbox Live first released and when I installed it, Bill Gates came to my door and gave me the F word. And the N-word pass. But, you know, Ooh. obviously. Yeah. But only Ooh. on his platform. He's only like, on Xbox Live. That's how he Live. sold Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my name my, my name was no longer Austin. It was... That was That's like what they called you officially. That was every single kid in my homeroom. It wasn't like just so one awesome. bully. Just call so me awesome. Yeah. He managed... This guy managed to get the entire class to call me that. Um, I think it was because I raised my hand too much and it was very uncoordinated outside of the classroom. Okay. Um, which still carries to this day. So what you're saying is you deserved it. <laughs> well, I was, you should have seen the outfit I was wearing and yeah, honestly, you know, it was okay. No, you were, wearing, um, you were, were you wearing, wearing assless chaps? You were wearing a plaid suit jacket with a spinning beanie hat and broken uh-huh. glasses. Were you wearing yes. a shirt with the nipples cut out? <laughs> <laughs> like the bullet farmer from Mad Max. No, what's even <laughs> yeah. worse is I wore uh, the nipples were out, but then I decided against it, so I patched it with a different shirt. But it was very clear where with, my nipples oh, were. Oh yeah, it was like sure. tartan. It was like circles. And it was like also, clear plastic over the yeah, yeah. over the nipple because okay, yeah. otherwise it got too cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they bullied me a lot for a whole year. Got to the point where I had to transfer mm. to a different class um, because I ran away from my home. 
for so about sick. three hours my mom after my mom found me but i was like ready to never talk to anyone again and have to go to school mm-hmm. that sucks man that was that's like 10 times worse than any of my bullying stories so I'm, I'm sorry for that and early on i think it was like two months into the bullying at one point i was trying to get them to stop calling me and we we were sitting at the table and at the, at the lunch time <laughs> we were sitting at the lunch table and i looked across like like a few seats down mm-hmm. and one of the kids i believe his name was miles miles brought for lunch he had a sandwich and it was on a baguette roll um his oh, mom made no. him this lunch and so i said miles oh no miles has a baguette he's the baguette you right? threw you threw the bullying onto someone else. You gotta try. I was you, eight. I would yeah. had to try something. Yeah, I get but it. then the worst I part was they looked at me and they said, "Who the fuck knows the word baguette?" Like as an eight year old. F- yeah. yeah. And then it got worse. So he was the real baguette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that sucks. Uh, that's this is an elementary school. Damn, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like it was like third grade. Nothing happened, and then this one kid moved in. What's his th- name? Dox him. Do it. And he had to, I see when he moved there, he had to be cool, had to make a name for himself. So he became kind of like a bully to you. To me. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, I'll say his name, Brad. And Brad, now I'll bleep it out afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Brad, now, as yeah, far, last I heard of him was when I was 17. We were all in high school. And I mentioned that name in a classroom. And one of a guy, a guy in my classroom, he's like, I know Brad. He's the scummiest and worst fucking drug dealer in all of Klein ISD. He's not even good at drug dealing? Yeah, he would steal from other drug dealers. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had, um. so my name is Logan Baggerly. And so in, no, there's a point. There's a point to that. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. And my full name is Logan Baggerly. And so at my, I guess it was middle school, it would have been, people started calling me Blogan Faggerly. Uh, so I got. It's pretty clever. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. good. It's it's one. Can we really blame them? It's one of those where it's like this is gonna take a while, like to get rid of this. Yeah. Yeah. With that, I feel like with that, because it's clever. It's not just Mm -hmm. like calling a kid a. It's like you kind of have to. You kind of have to go with uh, it. Hey, it's me, Blogan Fagley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's your favorite guy. <laughs> How many kids did you kill in order to get rid of that name? I probably killed upwards of a baker's dozen. And um, that's 13 for the yeah. listener. Yeah, if you didn't Lucky know that. Number. Yeah, if, you're, if you didn't raise your hand a lot in the classroom, well, you might not have known There was that. this yeah. one kid that, like, r- he was ruthless. And he bullied me into high school, like, my freshman year of high school. And he would, like, follow me through the... Like, cause we had two classes that were similar. He would like follow me through the, um, hallways and like, you know, I'm a jokester. I like making jokes and I would make a joke and he'd be like, like, I don't even have an idea, but I, you know, I'd be like, you see that new SpongeBob la- episode last night? You'd be like, I saw a new SpongeBob episode last night. I was fucking your mom. Like, you like, you like, oh everything I would say, <laughs> everything I would say, he would just like, like a parrot, like a. Like, like a, the world's worst hype man. Like, you would just stand behind me and talk shit. Um, yeah, I did the study guide while it's balls deep in your system. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. And I hated him. And I would go home and I would just, like, sit at home and think about what he said that day and be like, if he says that to me again tomorrow, I'm going to say this back. Like, I would, And, of course, like, no one ever says the same yeah. insult twice. Um, that's, like, the... Honestly, that's the most <clears throat> clever way to bully. Yeah. It's just, like... 
steal their thunder a hundred percent of the time like yeah. just take the wind out of their sails oh it was awful it was awful because like, like i wasn't i couldn't man. i couldn't be funny cringe hype man. yeah he's really like the opposite of like a solar sail so um the fun sort of button to the story is like this dude i mean really like was ruthless for a while uh, a couple years go by i had like a different group of friends i was after like after like my sophomore year of high school i was pretty socially successful like i, I had a decent high school time um but when i when i came to our high school mm-hmm. our sophomore year i thought you were like popular yeah everyone like kind of was like you didn't hang out with the popular kids but all the popular kids liked you yeah i changed i turned it i turned it from faggerly into swaggerly mm-hmm. am I right? nice yeah. his instagram handle was swaggerly 96 i start i hate i hate like sweat like the term swag and like swagger because I, I think it's kind of cringe but I, for the longest time, I would make sure that people called me swaggerly so that they would forget that I was faggerly. Yeah. Um, but the, the fun button to the story is I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh! my senior year of high school. And I would hang out with a friend of mine and we would go to, we would like, pl- like play with each other at our house, at his house. And then he was like, do you want to go to a tournament? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, it's all fucking nerds. It's going to be like deep state nerds, like OG nerd old gods. And I was like, that's okay. I'm fine. I don't mind. I mean, I was a nerd for a long time. I'll be fine. Um, and I go and that dude that had bullied me was playing in the tournament. And he, ha- yeah, dude. And he was a nerd. Of course. And it felt good. To, yeah, ain't that just sweet? Would yeah. you play against him? No, I didn't play against. Him. I wish. I I really wish that I could say I played against him and beat him, but I'm not gonna lie. He. Why you didn't. could just write a sketch wherein you do that. Yeah. Live yeah, you through can that. Make that reality. Yeah. We could all write that sketch, and that's yeah. why we write these sketches best. is to write our own endings, our own realities. Because the real the real things in life are always sad. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> and uh, that, that's, that brings me to my bowling story. Okay. <laughs> Segways. Um, so I, I was made to play, uh, football when I was in seventh grade and this was, um, <laughs> yep. Go, please. Have you always, cause you're a big guy. Have, I, were you, were you like taller and stuff than the other kids in middle school? Is this why you were like kind of, yeah, you posted the thing John Cleese so, posted the other day about being tall and yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when I was, I, I wasn't tall until I was in, in, in 11th grade. And I was always a year behind. So I grew up my whole life thinking I was a short little piece of shit and that I would never look like an adult person because mm. everyone always looked way ahead of me. Well, and now I was you're always, like the most adult looking person I know. But I don't feel, I don't have, I don't feel tall. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm, you know, a, a taller or bigger person than other people. I feel like a child at all times. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's really like the, and that's why when I see someone that's taller than me, it freaks me out. Cause I'm not used to it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Hey yeah. man, what's going on? Like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, you know, that being said, I was pretty scrawny. My mom made me play football cause my grandfather, I think wanted me to play to like make me a man or some, I don't know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I should not have been playing. I mean, I was like leaps and bounds behind everybody that was playing. Like I was like not useful at all, scared out of my mind. Um, I look like a tiny elementary child and uh, we came back from these like workouts that we had to do like two a days or something like crap like that. And there was this guy that was bullying another like kind of a popular kid. He was like bullying another um, person. He's not even really a friend of mine or whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. even remember who it was. Mm -hmm. But I was like, hey, man, hey, don't 
don't talk to him. Get or, your something damn just like, hands not, something off. Something not her. threatening, and it probably was like, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't do that. You know, it's it like, like a flute, like a yeah, pan flute. <laughs> like not threatening. And this guy just like straight up walked up to me and then shoved me. And I literally flew across the room. Like he was an adult person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I like slid because it was like those gym style, like, you know, floors for probably 200 yards. Mm-hmm. Like I just, sl- <laughs> I slid. It was like an anime. Honestly, it was like an anime. Two hours. I was yeah. like, Uh, I remember walking to the bus like, I didn't help at all. (laughs) I tried to defend that kid. And then I just got like destroyed. And uh, then, you know, I got back to the bus and then I sat down and everybody just took their wieners out and they started peeing on my feet. Shut up. Did you get stung by a jellyfish? <laughs> maybe, maybe they thought I did. Yeah, yeah. You they, were at Hawaii Elementary were School. We, were you, you got stung by a fish? Were you near the beach, or were you decidedly not, not near the beach? The beach? Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, what was that sort of middle of Texas sort of area? So, so decidedly, decidedly, is Texas no. not by the beach? Texas is near is near a beach, right? I mean, it's it's closer, on a beach. It's closer to is a beach than Tennessee. <laughs> Depends on exactly. And there's some argument there, but yeah, everyone peed on my feet. And then the bus driver... Wait, um, did they really? I thought you were joking. Um, well, let me finish the story. Okay. Because they peed on my feet, and then I was like, oh, it's like an hour ride home, because I lived in the country. I was like, mm-hmm. everybody, you're gonna, like, you couldn't have waited till I got there and then peed on my feet, and I said mm-hmm. that. And then the bus driver came over, and they're like, dude, you're really smelly. Like, you, ha- you got to <clears throat> throw your shoes off the bus. And they're like, oh, he doesn't have peas on his socks anymore, so they peed on my legs. Then and the bus driver punched me in the face. That's assault so, and sexual harassment. Yeah. And wild. I hope that you. Well, got I wish I would have known that. I was like, I don't yeah. know. is this at football? The, at the time, you did not know that you yeah, needed I a didn't lawyer. Know. <laughs> yeah, so them's the breaks. If, if there's only any, um, known what sexual assault is. <laughs> I have a kind of similar story. So I wasn't really like um, bullied growing up in like an outspoken way. I was more like just an invisible kid for a while in middle school. Um, that's so, a fucking superpower. What? I know. I know. Um, <laughs> Did you guys know this? But because I'm like pretty extroverted, um, I was miserable. Um, and it's funny because at the end of seventh grade, I had like finally made a group of friends and I like brought up, I was like, oh yeah, you guys remember last year when blank happened? And they all stared at me and they were like, you were there. You didn't go to school here last year. And I was like, yes, I did. And they're like, no, you didn't. Like, you started this year or whatever. And I was like, no. And I started like pointing out things to them. I was like, we share the same birthday. And I found that out because we have it. We had advisory together last year and all this crazy stuff. That's how invisible I was. Um, but anyway, in high school, um, the same friend that, uh, Logan mentioned earlier, I had a class with, um, (laughs) our sophomore year and he, I believe had a big crush on me. I think yeah. that was the situation. Who, Logan? Um, well, Logan, yes, but his also his friend. Um, and his friend, I guess, I don't know, had, I don't know. He flirted with me a lot and Logan did not. I don't know if that was like a dibs thing between the two of you or whatever, but. <laughs> I think I was just too busy doing karate and mastering probably, the blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had, the final trial. Yeah. we had, we had, um, me and the friend um, had chemistry, the class, together. Um, and there was one day that 
uh, he was like, you know what I'm going to do to you, Megan? And I was like, <laughs> God, what? I, dude, you're not off. You're not wrong, by the way. And I'm, by the way, when I'm a sophomore in high school, I'm 14. Yeah, because she was behind um, by a grade and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm 14. And this person Slam is dunk. easily two years older yeah. than me because I was young, really young for my grade. So he's like, you know what I'm going to do to you, Megan? And I was like, what? Oh, and this Christ. is, I need you to know this story is in class. He says this out loud to my <laughs> face. There are other students. This is in a class. He says this to me. He, he sat in front of me and he turned around and he was like, I'm going to take you to a park. <laughs> Oh, in broad daylight. Oh, that, that's actually and pretty nice. I'm going to wait, my guy. Just, like, <laughs> he said, I'm going to I'm going to just set you down in the middle of the park and then I'm going to leave. And I was like, OK, <laughs> OK. And he was like, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be naked. And I'm going to start just poking you with my penis. Erect, erect penis. <laughs> And similar to a hive of wasps in how... Or bees. Wasps. Bees. This doesn't happen to wasps. In how they're... If, if a bee stings something, it releases a pheromone that attracts other bees. He's like, I'm going to start poking you and it's going to release the pheromone and all of uh, all of the boys are going to start coming and they're, they're going to bee sting you. It's also important to know part of the thing. Because he, he used to obsessively tell me about this bit. It was a bit, yeah. Uh, but I was fourteen. That's I was fourteen. You well, also, my clothes were on. He made that very clear yeah, to me. He was also, like, "You are, you are clothed. You are just in the park, and and yeah." I you was like, also, when you, if my mom ever someone, hears this, it she's going to murder him. That you fall over and die. Yes. Bec- so that then there is like a pile of bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was part he, of now the we're bit. talking. Yeah. He came after he told her about it. He came to me and he was like, "Logan, you're never going to believe it, dude." I told Megan about bee stinging and I was like, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I knew him well enough that I knew it was a bit, especially when he gets to like, and then we're all dead and we're all dying. Like we're all dead bees around you. I was like, this is a bit. Um, but I, I guess similar to Jimmy when I didn't realize at the time, like I probably should have fucking said something. I was like in four years, there's going to be something called the me too movement. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What? Yeah, that's yeah. no good. Does he have a girlfriend now? Can we ruin that relationship? That's a long story, my guy, and I can, I'll get into it off camera or off oh, microphone. Okay, just tell me how big. Oh no, it's. Oh okay. Yeah. No, that's not. Very Are small. we talking about the yeah. story or the? I thought the story was the penis. Oh. Oh no, we don't. We we should probably. <laughs> this. People know these people. So. Oh, I was literally, okay. literally going to say, like, if this my mom, if my mom <laughs> yeah. listens there, to this episode, there can be legal she, taken, like. she will murder this man. Yeah. She never liked him to begin with. Yeah. He's, he's close to all of our families. So. Oh. And, Not uh, anymore. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, Pre- charges can still be filed. Yeah. So. yeah. Blake, you got a good bullying story? You've I been sure bullied, do. And I've been thinking about it. The whole time. <laughs> it's funny, you... And by the way, I'm Blake Brown. Um, you don't have anything, do you? No, I do, I do. <laughs> I do. It's, it's, it's different, So many though. stories. How it's, many... It's different, which though, one because... Am I gonna pick? You know, I wasn't necessarily popular, uh-huh. but I wasn't not... You weren't a nerd. I, yeah, I mean, I yeah. was always... I had the gift of being on on or in the percussion section or on the drum line, which is like 
you know, the saving grace of any like band student's reputation. Like I, I think that I think that because I was there, it somehow like bought me clout. Yeah. And That's so true. like for some reason, like I was friends with like the dance group. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh for yeah, so I, I think that um that really helped me out. Um but in middle school I um I was having seizures because uh, I had epilepsy, and it wasn't often, but like, I definitely, um, I it definitely like affected the way people look at me. Um, and there was a specific like cool kids group that I was uh, friends with that I was like starting to get into, and at one point in, um, in football. I had a seizure um, out by the football field. And, um, you know, I lost consciousness. It was a big one? Uh, no, no, no. It's it's a stare-off. But, I mean... Is that like a thousand-yard stare? Okay, okay. So if you if you have a stare-off seizure, and I'm sure there's a, a good term for it that's not stare-off seizure, but essentially, like, you're your cognition of like what's going on around you there's like a disconnect is the best way i could describe that so like you know if if i have one there's like an aura where you're like okay something's happening here like stuff starts kind of, kind of glowing mm-hmm. and stuff like that for me um so and you can i get, like feel it coming on yeah and i mean i definitely can now but like at the time i, I wouldn't have known but um yeah, so um, so essentially, the what the best way I can describe it is like whatever you're seeing or hearing, like especially like what you're hearing, you can definitely like make sense of it, or you're it's it's still coming in, mm-hmm. but you're not able to really connect that with like anything familiar. Is it clear to other people that you're having a seizure? Um, maybe <clears throat> if, if they know about it, maybe yeah, if they yeah. know about it, um. And now if I were to have this, I would be like, hey, I'm having a seizure right now. Mm-hmm. And then they'd freak out and they'd go, whoa, 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 Max. See? Hey, that's not cool, man. <laughs> Morning, Can't do son. that to me. Yeah. Uh, so, but at the time, yeah, it was like a brand new thing for me because I wasn't like diagnosed with epilepsy. So anyways, I had this uh, stare off seizure and I, you know, I pissed my pants, you oh, know, hell yeah, like dog. that's just kind of like what happens and yeah. you can, yeah. it's not glamorous at all. Like, yeah. Uh, not a good so, look. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I, um, I pissed my pants and then I kind of came to it at one point and I'm like all the way out by the football field still. And I, for some reason, everybody else had gone in without checking on me. Mm-hmm. So I'm out by the football field with pissed pants, uh, and I have to go into the locker room. Nobody's there. Yeah. And I'm like quickly like trying to change and like make sense of what just happened. Oh, wow. And um, oh my god, I can't even imagine. And uh, basically, like as I'm coming to, I'm realizing like oh, I think I need help. So I just walk to the only place I knew. It's like in sixth grade, by the way, um, or seventh. I don't know when this was, but um, I walked into the band hall. There's like a band class going on, and I've got like pissed shorts essentially (laughs) you know and i'm like hey mr carrera (laughs) you know like that's a percussion director i was like i'm not feeling so good and then he turned into dust and then i don't know where i am yeah Yeah. and uh and so 
word got out about that and people just started like not talking to me anymore. Oh no. Oh my oh, god. So, ridiculous. Um, you know, and I found my own group of friends, but like at the time like uh, you know, when you're hanging out with like your your football buddies and then like they stop talking to you, like it it can feel worse than bullying. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, my god. And then, uh, so that's really sad. And, and as I'm saying this, I'm like, this isn't funny at all, you know. So I'm going to tell a different one yeah, it's kind well, of that me I out. just thought yeah. oh, we can we can also make a and, trap song that's yeah. called like "Piss God." Piss God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just lay it over. Yeah. Uh, if it makes you feel better, Blake, I, I pee my pants like once a month. Yeah. As an adult, and right she now. doesn't even have epilepsy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Dude. She's yeah. just a, a, a an adult human. That does make me feel a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the the closest thing to actual bullying that I've experienced also happened in middle school from the same friend group that stopped talking to me. So the next year, um, they were all hanging out in like um, in history class, right? And I tried to go hang out with them and talk to them, and they were just ignoring me, right? And so you know, that's whatever. Um, but. Uh, but I was kind of like trying to butt in because I wanted to be a part of that conversation. And they were talking about doing drugs. And I didn't really know anything about drugs at the time mm-hmm. in seventh grade. Um, they were talking about, quote unquote, getting high. And I hadn't even heard of marijuana yet. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. But I was like, I kind of pieced together like, oh, they're talking about drugs. drugs. Right. And I, you know, it, it had never been a real thing for me because it was like, what's drugs you know <laughs> drugs are just bad why would you want to do that yeah it's like just a concept so <clears throat> right yeah. exactly did you so, not do dare as a youth i don't i didn't pay attention to that shit i think and oh i and, won the speech award oh so did i congratulations <gasps> losers sense. i uh <laughs> i just know <I> <laughs> <into drugs. laughs> so that was my <laughs> well the only thing yeah. that i knew about drugs at the time was uh, that you could sniff glue and get high? Because like people, people like, like in, good. they're inhalants, you know. People sniff glue, and so I'm thinking, uh, I know I can relate to their story, and so I butted in. I was like, oh, I, I get high sometimes too, guys. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. And they're like, no, you don't. And they kept on talking, and I was like, no, really, I do. And then I like. Pulled one of them aside. I was like, "I do get high. <laughs> I do. I do. I do." And well, here's my documentation. Said, yeah, she said, "Doctor's note. Yeah, she said, "You've never been high before," and I was like, "I have." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh yeah, what did what what did you do?" And I think she said, "Like, what do you smoke?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I no, I don't, I don't smoke. I sniff glue." <laughs> oh. You know, I like huff glue and yeah. paint. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much anything. And, and she's like, she's like, that's hard as fuck. No, she, <laughs> she was like, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah. And then kept on ignoring me, and I was like, I, I do. I I huff glue. And that's I was why like, I'm really so trying. Fucking to like, dumb. Dude, shut up. <laughs> that's that's what, what gave me epilepsy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, is that why you piss your pants? Yeah. Is that why you're is fucking that why you're loser? The piss god? Yeah. You fucking shaky bitch. Uh, can I make a shirt? You fucking shaky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can I so. make a shirt? Tell me if this is shaky insensitive. Bitch. I won't make it if you're not cool with it. All right, say it. Can I make a shirt that is you and it's got vibration lines around it 
and then it says piss god somewhere. <laughs> I like <laughs> shaky I bitch. Shaky bitch. Yeah, I like okay, shaky okay. bitch better. Okay, okay. I think okay. I'm not proud of pissing my pants. What and I'm not PG proud of having epilepsy collar. either, but at okay. least <laughs> epilepsy is kind of part of my identity, shaky not necessarily bitch. pissing my pants. Logan, I think, I think uh, inward. Shaky bitch, yeah, yeah. that's a t shirt. Yeah. We get a sticker yeah. that says piss god with Lick's face on it. Okay. I do like that idea. <laughs> okay. I think I'm this glad guy they is all more like that idea. Yeah. Um, sticker. You just gotta own it, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're like, they're like, you don't, you don't huff glue, dude. That's not how you get high. I was like, you can get high like that. You said, well, I'm I've sure. done it. Yeah. And then you got them all addicted to huffing glue. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, we got any. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were like, they and they all ended up going to in school suspension in Leo because they got caught smoking weed in the bathroom. So they, you Damn. know, fuck those guys, but. Um, Just yeah, like, I, uh, yeah. uh, uh, why on <laughs> campus? I don't know. Do it dude. in the fucking woods, dog. Like, ugh. oh, there used to be one so uh, out in my hometown where we would go in high school. I played a lot of like airsoft. Um, we would just like shoot each other like paintball and airsoft stuff. And there's like this giant ditch back forest area where it's like this drainage outpost and then a giant forest at the end of the neighborhood and we would go there and we would find assorted uh like i guess what do you like roaches we would find you know like oh that's cool mar- marijuana roaches and oh, underwear i thought you meant bugs no oh marijuana roaches and underwear yeah oh just like God. scattered yeah. across the ground hell yeah that's yeah, where dude. i was hanging out and we were like what yeah. oh my god whose yeah. underwear is this Stuff we should find out here. yeah we should put a camera. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like, It'd be the mystery of the century. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One time I found, uh, definitely some, some devil shit in, uh, like this little forest grove. And, uh, I, I, there was like a noose and like some cards around, like people were trying to do some, they're trying to get in touch with that, with that dark <clears throat> shit. And, and I went inside the little grove, and it was me and some friends, and we're like, what the hell is this? And we were like looking around, and they're like, somebody's murdering cats out here. Oh, my God. And then when I walked out of the grove, my hands were tiny. Interesting. Did For, they successfully summon Satan? Did you get ultra tiny disease? I don't know, but my hands tiny were hands super, disease, dude. dude, my hands were I, tiny. I'm just now noticing that your hands are smaller than I think that they would be. Yeah, like, have dude. Have they grown or... And yeah, um, they're still growing back to normal size. They're still growing. For the listener, if you've ever seen like a baby doll that's about the size of hands that we're talking about, just really small, really yeah. tiny hands. I have one more good bullying story. I also have one more story after you. Um, but I was not the victim. Well, I have five. I was so. just. I also involved. have another story that I'm going to tell. Go ahead. I was <laughs> right in, now involved in <laughs> the story. So, and I did get permission from this person to tell the story, and so I will be using his name, and it's my best friend Daniel. And in high school, um. He, our senior year of high school, he was on the dance team. Um, and he, I, I, I'm pretty sure was the first guy to be on the dance team. We had a guy that was on the like winter guard. Um, but winter guard doesn't really perform in front of the school. So no one the hell cared. is winter guard. It's like color guard, but it's in the off season of people. band. Yeah. They do like competitions Actually, in the no, winter. You'd be surprised. Um, <laughs> so it's one Vietnamese person as well. <laughs> So obviously he like got a lot of flack for that. He was also in show choir, did theater, you know, the whole thing. Um, And for spirit week, like homecoming week, um, the, you know, there's like different dress up days, like character day and wacky Wednesday, whatever. 
And on Friday, it was always just like school spirit day. So all the cheerleaders would wear their, their outfits, you know, sports teams member would wear their jerseys. Um, all the choir kids would wear their choir shirts, just like whatever you were involved in with school, you would wear. Um, and so obviously all the dance team members would wear their like, uh, like the tank tops with the stuff on it. Right. So some guy that was like not a sports player, but like kind of hung out with all the cool kids that like played sports got one of the dance team members shirts and wore it to school and then posted pictures of himself all over Twitter and tagged my friend Daniel in them and was like, I'm celebrating by like dressing as this Daniel and like, I can't believe that he would. What the hell? Yeah. Like fully putting my friend on blast and like making fun of him. A name that they came up with. Yeah, I don't remember it, though. Oh, that's the best part. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. That's um, the best part. No, the name that <laughs> they came up with was Savage. I mean, it was fucking... It was like... Uh, what it, anyway. What was it like crap was head? It, was it <laughs> Dainty Daniel? <laughs> no. And look, Daniel, I don't. the name was like Queer Esquillo or something like that, wasn't it? Like, oh, yeah. His last name's Queer Esquillo, so yeah. it's, it was something like that. Yeah, oh. it was super savage. Um, and so then, you know, it's getting tons of retweets and likes from all these kids that go to our high school and obviously my friend Daniel is very upset about this but he's like not the kind of person to be upset to everyone else like he texts me and I met him out of class and he was like we talked about it for a while and then he was like fuck them okay cool and then went about his day like nothing was going on what a champ um and I was like strong yeah truly strong-willed um and he was like I'm gonna dance my ass off at the game tonight and there's nothing they can fucking do about it he's Mm -hmm. a great person um but I was like secretly I was like "Uh uh-uh fuck them they're getting reported so I went to the principal's office she's a narc you're and I was like I am and I was like ayo look at this shit and she was like oh mm -mm, no thank you so then over the intercom, she called every student's name who had liked or retweeted it and was like, you need to come to the gym immediately for an assembly. And they were all sent home and they were told that they could not come to the homecoming game. A lot of them were on the court and then they were suspended on Monday from school as well. Yeah, and, then yeah. Everyone, and, like, and then all of those people got socks and put soap in it and just beat Daniel mercilessly yeah. <laughs> and never stopped ever again. No. Dude, you know what would be crazy? Um, and this is on topic, but what if what if um, bullies, like, in an alternate universe, what if bullies were, like, crucified, like, on a cross? Whoa. That sounds like a sketch. All right, can I tell a story? So I actually bullied someone before, guys. Well, considering Look, that you were the kid that, that went around yeah. the neighborhood and threw rocks into people's <laughs> windows, like, I'm not surprised. Well, I accidentally bullied him. <laughs> but I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, real quick, since we have all the time in the world, apparently. Yeah, because I still have to tell another story. All oh, right. my God. So, 8.10 is when we're going to cut off, and it's 7 p.m. All right, so. And it's 7 p.m. We have an hour <laughs> and 10 minutes left. Uh, <laughs> me and these me and these two other uh, dudes were pretty cool. Like, we were pretty much the homies, like cafeteria homies. And, you know, we were killing the game every cafeteria day uh just laughing and do kind of doing our own thing like we were just like literally losing our minds and this kid i think he like wanted to join us and he set his tray next to me and i pushed it over very slowly and it made my friends laugh and i felt so bad about it and oh that's not that bad i I mean that's that's kind of funny i don't understand so like, like he, he tried to, to sit join, next to Jimmy, and so he set his tray, uh-huh. and then I like slid it oh, out of the way. That's like more a joke. But he than was a also bully. foreign. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, that's really fucked up. Dude. And they were like, we like him when he makes fun of that Chinese guy. If that counts as bullying, then Logan has been a bully to not on their entire friendship. Not on, no. Not on, please. Not on, please. Listen right. to me. Hey, I'm, I'm telling not on right now. No, no. Not on, please. Okay, that's oh my, my story. And, I, I, and, uh, and I'm admitting that. And, yeah. You know, I don't want to... At least you're being honest now. Well, now I'm being honest because, you know, a part of me doesn't want uh, karma to come back at me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't believe in karma. So nothing has happened to me and my life's been great. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Logan? So I, so the, I, this story is mostly for you. Um, I When I was moving from Virginia to Tennessee, I was in a group and we were like mega nerds. Because the elementary school that I went to... I remember like, I don't know, like they were like, Logan's real smart. And I was like, I feel like I can just read. I feel like that's, mm. I don't know that I'm actually I mean, you smart. you were from Virginia. I feel like, yeah, yeah Virginia. <laughs> she has yeah, a point. Well, yeah, well. So, um, sh- sorry, shout outs to Danny Faye. Um, <laughs> Virginia Classically sucks. from Virginia. So I um, was going to move to Tennessee and I was moving to a town called Cleveland in Tennessee. And I, my friends, I was like, went to all my friends. I was in a like special learning program. It was like the, it was like six other For like, kids. Uh, here, I think it's called give, like gifted and GT, gifted, GT, talented. gifted talented. Yeah. Sure. It was just, it was like me and like six other kids. And there was a lady that would take us two times a week and she would teach us about like the, the Iliad. Right. Um, and um, they were my only friends because I was a fucking nerd. And I remember there was this one and we were out on the playground because we all got to take recess together because they were like, if we send them out alone, they're just going to get... They're going to get annihilated. they got to keep them together. So we used to do recess together. And I'm like... kind of sweet almost. Yeah. Kind of cute. Yeah. And I'm like sitting on the monkey bars, but I'm like holding on to it. So like on all fours, but with my back to the ground. Does that make sense? Like I'm holding onto it and I have my legs over top of it. So I'm hanging from it like mm-hmm. a sloth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm talking to my friend and I don't remember his, I don't remember his name. I think it was like Connor or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So and basically I'm like, Connor, I'm moving to Tennessee. And he was like, where are you moving? And I was like, I'm moving to Cleveland. And he was like, there's no such thing as Cleveland, Tennessee. And I was like, there is such a thing as Cleveland, Tennessee. And he was like, no, there's not. And I actually looked it up and actually there's a Cleveland, Ohio, but that's the only Cleveland. <laughs> he actually looked that up. <laughs> yeah. He looked it up and, just now. A, yeah. Okay. And I was like, shut up, Connor. You're stupid and dumb. And I got mad because I was also really upset that I was leaving all my friends because yeah. they were my only friends. Mm-hmm. And I was a nerd. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to make friends. So I was like, so I, I, in my head, I was like, I'm bullying Connor right now because I was like making fun of him. And um, I was yelling at him. And then I like started swinging on the bars. And then I like swung like a like a battering ram at a door into his stomach Ooh. to try and hit him in the stomach the with my head. The story's for me. And I hit him so hard, and I was upside down, and I hit him so hard in his stomach they that he threw, threw up. up on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like into my mouth. Yeah. Oh. He baby birded me. <laughs> That's all I needed. All right, we're going to go write some sketches for you guys. It'll be a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we'll be doing some reading. Welcome back to the Danger Junior Writer's Room, sponsored by Sobe Entertainment and the new PS5. Oh, oh. 
That's the thing. That's what it says when you start booting it up. That's the sound it makes. <laughs> really nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Well, we're back from the break. We have some sketches for you. It looks like we got Jimmy. Your sketch is up first. Jimmy. Yeah, I'm excited to go first this week. Uh, I want uh, Logan to play a Gareth I'll as your Gareth. name, and then you're also going to play a younger version of yourself. Sweet. Um, I do that every day. I, I do that every day. Austin, you're going to play a character named Clevin. Cool. Megan, you're going to play a character named Clea. And then you're going to play another character named Vricka. Vricka. Got it? Vricka. Right. Uh, I'm going to play a guy named Hector. And then, uh, Blake, you're going to play a character named Hendry. Hendry. These are all normal names Hendry. that you've heard before. Uh, and and this, is, this is Hide or Flight, right? Yeah, this, this is called Hide or Flight. Camera opens up to a gathering of unicorns. They are in a lodge of some sort, murmuring. Something big has happened. One of the leaders stands on the stage and addresses the multitude of unicorns. Guys, we've got a serious problem. Kid from the small town of Preta has noticed a unicorn. I'm not going to be mad. I just want to know. Whoever was noticed, speak up. Seriously, guys. This won't be like last time. I just want to know who it is. So we can train them a little better on not being seen. Uh, uh, the last time you trained someone, you broke off their horn and sent them to be a plow horse for a manure farm. Are you admitting it was you, Clevin? No, I'm just a saying, you know, I doubt anyone is going to speak up. Well, someone better come forward, guys. Our only job is to not be seen. We're too damn majestic. This is a bad look. The more we are noticed, the more our magic disappears. I shouldn't have to tell you all about the last time we were noticed. I had to shit for real. Okay? It didn't disappear like it normally does, and I made a huge mess all over myself. Hmm, I like shitting. That's interesting, Clea. Are you saying it was you? Why would it be me, Gareth? Well... You like shitting so much. Maybe you don't want us to have any magic. Maybe you want to be normal, like the other horses. Is that what you want? No, I'm just saying maybe it was an accident. It's not a big deal. We'll have our full magic abilities soon. I'm watching you, Clea. I don't care that your parents sparkle in the moonlight. I will bust your ass. Jeez. This is serious, guys. Is anyone taking this seriously? Anyone but me? I think we take it seriously, Mr. Gareth. We love being unicorns. Uh, yeah, we mean no disrespect. Yeah, who would really want our magic to go away? I love being a Mexican unicorn. Well, that actually means a lot. (laughs) Hector, you sweet boy. (laughs) Look, I'm not going to pressure anyone. If you want to come forward, you can. If not, really... It's no biggie. Does anyone want to come forward? I'm pretty indifferent about it. I think it would be best, Mr. Gareth, if you tell us why you want to know so badly. Mr. Gareth looks out in the distance as he recalls a distant memory. We pan to a younger Gareth, prancing in the deep woods. He is dancing and living his best life, unburdened by the worries of the world. I love playing and being a majestic unicorn. I'm a magical, whimsical being of grace and beauty. <laughs> but 
lo, there are children nearby. And he dances dangerously close to the edge of the force field of the blessing of unicorns nearby. The children spot him. Look, Hendry, a beautiful unicorn. No way. Oh, my. You're right. Oh, no, they see me. It's okay, little unicorn. We love you. This is incredible. Unicorns are real and they can talk. <laughs> 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 baby Gareth nears the little children. The children and Baby Gareth are in complete awe of each other. Wow. I was told I could never let you see me or bad things would happen. While nothing is happening now, maybe it was a fib. Yeah, we can all be friends. Yeah, let's be friends. As soon as the children begin to pet Gareth, they begin to transform. The small child, Vrika, turns into a bat and begins flailing around. Hindra turns into a cheeseburger and falls to the ground. What, what have I done? Cut back to the lodge. Still think it's cool to be seen by the humans you find so interesting? Wow, Mr. Gareth. That is a sad story. It is a sad story, Hector, and it was difficult to tell. I had no idea it could be that bad. Well, Mr. Gareth, thankfully nothing happened to the child that noticed the unicorn, right? That's where you're wrong, Clea. You smartass. Beauty circles you like the wind, but you are a real lunatic. What is your problem? Listen up. I regret to inform you, the child that viewed the unicorn at large has the ability of flight. Oh, wow, that's actually a really cool power. Yeah, that's a good thing, right? Someone basically blessed him. It would be a blessing. It would be a blessing. But it turns out the kid's a real asshole. He's been wreaking havoc all over town. What has he been doing? May the heat of the sun Break through the atmosphere and burn your eyelids off, Clea, you naive son of a bitch. Look, Mr. Gareth, you gotta ease up on Clea. The latest reports of the child are vague, but as I understood it, he had stolen a bunch of cans of hairspray and lighters and is setting the little hipster town of Prita ablaze. Sounds like this kid just needs some love in his heart. That's where you're wrong, Hector. He's our responsibility. We gotta take him down. Unicorns, we're going to war with the child of Prita. It... It was me, Gareth. I feel terrible. Clevin. My champion, it was you all along? My heart bleeds with poison and regret. I suspected Clea, but you... Please, Mr. Gareth, be kind to Clevin. I'm sure it was an accident. Oh, was it an accident? When the child from the town lit a gazebo on fire at a senior citizen's home? Oh, God, Gareth, how can I fix this? You will drink the elixir of the dark tree sap. You will turn human for a full year. You must go to town. You will be our spy. We will take him down with the full might of the unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, and we that's need a where sequel. it ends. We need a sequel. We do. The that's people a demand a, a sequel. Yeah. I think this this would be a really funny pilot. And then the guy, the whole the whole pilot is yeah. he, he has to go into this town and he's yeah. a human, yeah. but he's secretly a unicorn. Yeah. But he's corresponding 
It, it's like reverse fairly odd parents. And, and he, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. falls in love with uh with like a horse girl, but yes. she's a hard eighteen. He definitely yeah. falls in love with somebody in the town yeah. and then In yeah. my head, yeah. They're like it's just humans in those like horse. unicorn horse heads. <laughs> oh, everywhere he goes. <laughs> well, or like no, the, oh, the, all the unicorns. Oh, the unicorns. So they're like just stand, there's people and so they still have like they're like talking with their hands, yeah. Like, yeah. folding that their arms. That would be great. But they have those horse head things on. Yeah. Yeah. And so then when the guy goes into town, he just takes that off and now he's a human. Like, well, I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea like of yeah. unicorns okay. in because he actually does turn into a human, right? Yeah. They use their magic, but then they don't turn into humans, so they're disguised as humans. So like they cover the front half of their bodies <laughs> in like jackets and they're like, Don't yeah. look at my back half. Like, yeah. They're, like, they're basically my- like what's yeah. what's that uh, forest creature that's like man, they a like centaur? paper mache centaur yeah. human like yeah. On, yeah. Their, yeah. on the front. But they're of like don't, if you, you just can't look like every time you try to look they like turn so that you don't see their butt and they're like, What do you mean my back half? Like <laughs> no don't do don't ask questions. Like and they're just shaking yeah. in the bushes. No, like this all is, stiff. This yeah. is brilliant. I this yeah, might be one, one of my favorite ones you've written. Yeah. Yeah, this was this one was a really fun one. Yeah. to write. Hmm. I feel like Cartoon Network needs to hit you up, man. I feel like you've been on a cartoon rampage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the cartoon vibes for sure. Yeah, I love this. Bad. Really fun. Cool. Nothing bad. Let's go. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, for real though. Moving on. I think the child of Prita in the sequel could do more terrible and very specific. Oh yeah. Things. yeah what's yeah. he, like, he like? The, he's probably just a kid, just like Sid and, and, from uh, Toy Story. I don't, I don't even know if he's that bad. I just, okay. he's like, holy shit, I can fly. He's just a punk. Yeah. I haven't really thought that that you yeah. know out too much. You but should. Yeah. You I should. wanted. Oh, sorry, God. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you go, Jimmy. No, you go. No, you should. You should have him shove tuna sandwiches <laughs> into uh, various places, See like uh, yeah, just <laughs> like air vents. Yeah. Just like, hey, he's leaving. Where's he get, have the money for this? Like he's just you creating should, you should paint, a <laughs> paint a story where this young kid doesn't really know right from wrong. Like he didn't know better, so he isn't really like at fault for his crimes, and he's not an adult yet. So he like at the very end, he has like he realizes he can change and he can be an adult and like be a good part of society. And then the police just shoot him. <laughs> yeah. That's how it Whoa. Is. They That's aim good. only then, for his legs. And then yeah. Clevin. Like, oh, yeah. And then Clevin's like, cool. And just returns back to the unicorn. Like, Can I come back now? They're like, no. Yeah. Like they're secretly interested in human life and they're yeah. like, no, yeah. we need you to stay longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that you've been and doing there's a lot the of premise, work. And there's yeah. the premise for the TV show. That's how you keep it going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I was hoping that like we learned that the kid, he's like, oh, he's just conflicted. Like maybe he was an orphan or something, and like there's something, there's a reason why he's or an or he totally flips the script, becomes a super good guy, and Clevin and the child of Preta become, become a uh, crime fighting superhero oh, duo. Oh, that would be dope. And but he like then, gives them the secrets of the forest. Yeah, yes. and then the unicorns are trying to take them down because Ooh. they they think that unicorns can't be a part of the world. Well, they, they think that there can't so be many any different ways going. you could take this. Yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I'd like to buy amazing. your IP. Yeah, yeah. I'll right. sell it to you for twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah, this is great. Yeah, I love Cartoon this. Cartoon Network. Cool. Hello, fucking listen up. All right, who's next? Megan. Mingus. Okay, Mingus. so um, my my scene only has two people. Um, so Austin, if you will read the stage directions, actually. Oh, okay. This is yours, um, which one is yours? Cringe hype man. Got you. Okay. Um, that one is mine. So Austin, you're going to read the stage directions. Um, uh, do you have a character choice for me? No. 
Okay, weird. But I mean, the 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 stage directions in this are are like self-aware. Like they make comments to the audience. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit of sarcastic, I guess maybe. Um, Jimmy, you're gonna play Saren. Okay. Saren is an evil villain. Okay. Um. So definitely that so kind of Forrest Gump. Yes. So definitely that kind of like <laughs> sinister. You're gonna put some evil laughs I'm in there somewhere. Evil. Um, and then Blake, if you will play Miles, this is like basically like a Gaston LeFou type of relationship. I don't know who that is. Beauty and the Beast. Never seen it. No one shoots like Gaston. Okay. No, I don't. Um, Sorry. Just you're a henchman. Like, uh, like what kind? Like, like a sidekick. Like an it. evil sidekick. <laughs> okay, and we're gonna start. This is called cringe. Hype man. Thunder and lightning crashes over the laboratory of Saren and his henchman, Miles. Saren wears a lab coat and has a slicked back salt and pepper hair with a slit shaved through his eyebrow. Very sophisticated, even villain type. Miles, his henchman, looks like you would imagine how a henchman looks. You know, like perhaps he's a hunch, a war, you know, like he isn't ugly, but he does have one to two unappealing features. Miles, fetch me my capture. The telepod is almost complete. Ah, yes, master. No one can capture their enemies like you, the number one trending prose poet on Instagram. Oh, yes. What did I mention about bringing my personal business into your statements of praise? I'm sorry, master. I'm just proud of you and all. I mean, to have kept working in the face of all the adversity you faced. Oh, can it, you insult to evolution. Yes, master. Miles leaves out a tall, creaky door to go fetch their captured victim. Saren messes with a few knobs and buttons on the telepod until finally he switches on the large breaker and the room fills with noise and lights. The machine starts whirring and he lets out a hearty, villainous laugh. (laughs) Miles comes back shoving the captured Ken around. Ken is handsome enough, but currently he is gagged and bound at the wrists. He hasn't eaten or showered in a while, so he doesn't look well. Wow, Master, you really did a good job with this binding. Did you learn this at the pup play convention? Miles, no! Just put him in the telepod. Yes, boss, but I thought this thingy-magig just transported stuff from one to another. Surely we didn't go all the way to your hometown, pretend to be new in town, so we could find out where the plugs are, infiltrate the drug ring, and bring Ken the shittiest out there, the shittiest one there, and also your bully from middle school all the way back here just to (laughs) jump him across the room. Oh, Miles, I truly envy everyone you've never met. No, the machine has a fatal flaw. If two things with living cells go in to the first chamber to be transported, they will come out the other side combined. So our little friend here is going to be going through some changes. Saren opens a side door of the room, revealing a sloth hanging from a tall lamp. Oh, Kenny boy. If only you knew that the kid you made fun of for knowing the very common term baguette at a young age would surpass you so far in intellect that you would end up here today. Honestly, your life was so sad as an adult, I was tempted to just leave you to it. But I needed a guinea pig. Wait, boss. We're going to do this to more people? Oh, yes, Miles. Of course, naturally, the punishment will fit the crime. Kin will become a sloth, as they are the dumbest animals alive. 
Once we capture Brad, we will turn him into a blobfish, as they are the ugliest. Seriously, kids, go look this shit up. Those little fuckers are ugly. Do you see, Miles? This is only the beginning. Wow, Master. I guess I just didn't realize I, I would get to spend so much time with you. Does this mean you'll get me a matching fedora? Just put him in already. They put him in the machine and close the door with Ken and the sloth inside. <laughs> Thunder and lightning strike again. The machine noises really pick up. A bright flash of light. Saren and Miles are forced to shut their eyes. When they open again, Ken and the sloth have been successfully combined. It's not pretty. It's kind of just a slightly less hairy, extra large sloth, but with a human smile and a beer belly. Ha ha! Success! <laughs> I've done it! I built this machine and turned my enemy into the dumbest animal known to man! Oh, there is no one like me. Ken comes crawling out of the telepod, slowly makes his way on top of it, and then falls asleep. You are so cool, <laughs> boss. No one is as smart as you. There is a long pause while they watch Ken. <laughs> yeah. So, now what? I, well, we... We don't, we don't keep him, do we? Miles, I suppose I hadn't really gotten this far then, had I? So, what do we do? <laughs> so what do we do, boss? We cut to the forest. They are releasing Ken into the wild to munge on twigs and buds and sleep until he meets his end. I guess it's not a terrible way to go, is it? Sam says the following, glassed over, <clears throat> deep in thought, that maybe all he had ever wanted was to know peace like Ken knows now. No, not so terrible. As they stand watching Ken slowly make his way through the forest, Saren makes a duty in his diapy. He is also into crinkling. Finn. <laughs> <laughs> what an ending. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a surprise ending. I, I, I like to imagine that a lot of this is from like the point of view of Saren, but in reality, he's just like... He's just like a Reddit neckbeard. Yeah. You know what yes, I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, he's not actually like a real villain. Like, I was just picturing like Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory <laughs> like yeah. the whole time. I was picturing Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, but also like the your name is my World of Warcraft password guy. Remember what, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Old dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's just depressed. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh well, when it says nice. all he ever he wanted, wanted was, was the peace, yeah. like Ken does now. Yeah, yeah he's just pretty a sad. Little neck beard who's dreaming yeah. daydreaming. Ken just like gets on top of the machine. Yeah, and goes he's just to having sleep. actually <laughs> an awesome time. Yeah, yeah. It's like damn it. I yeah. did like how um, Miles kept bringing up all the weird shit him and Saren would go do. Yeah, pup play. I, I wish Miles would go more into it. Honestly, yeah, I wish that. <laughs> I do wish that was a bigger bit because like the it's name of the play. sketch is. Uh, Cringe hype man. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I definitely do. I mean, the story is obviously pretty tight, but I do wish that there was more. More miles. Yeah. Really? More? <laughs> yeah. He's maybe like, Ken, maybe maybe he doesn't want Miles to say anything because Ken can hear it. Like, yeah. Shut up, shut up. No, yeah, he's yeah. Like, do we still have tickets to the My Little Pony book signing? <laughs> right? It's of course we have the yeah. tickets. Shut up. Turn on the shut machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Can you talk about the cool dial I made yesterday? Look at all this cool machine. It's in the shape of a bat. Yeah, I feel like if I went (laughs) that way too, like Ken could, like if Ken weren't gagged, he could have some lines being like, "For real, that's a bit sus, bro." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Honestly, turn me into a fucking sloth. I do not want to be turn here anymore. Turn me into yeah. a sloth. Sloths are cooler than <laughs> when you, When I, I actually Googled, like, the stupidest animals, and yeah. when sloth was number one, I was like, oh, that's perfect. I would, like, yeah. are they really anyone stupid? I, I know, think you're just talking shit about sloths. No, no they are actually no this... I mean, I looked it up. They are the stupidest animals alive. That's weird. And I was like, that's Google. perfect. Like, Hey, Google, how dumb is a beetle? <laughs> hey, Google. I don't know. Maybe it was only doing like mammals and amphibians oh, yeah. or something. I don't yeah. know. Because mm-hmm. blobfish were also on there. And um, then I looked up ugliest animals and blobfish got number one on that too. So they're really unfortunate. Yeah, blobfish they, they kind of are. Suck. Yeah. Poor Brad. When I, If they ever go on to catch Brad, mm. he's a... He's, uh, you're fucked. fucked, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be a blobfish. All right, hey, anyone Brad? got anything else? I also liked, if I can say one thing, I oh. like that Jimmy included cheeseburger yeah. in his, and then this, yeah, is, this is obviously is... a parody of The Fly yeah. with Jeff Goldblum. It's great. Cheeseburger. Yeah. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah, what a good movie. It's All right, moving on right. to Logan. Okay. Uh, mine is what I call it, Mecha Cockle. So, um, Megan, you're going to play Kimberly Casper. Okay. Uh, Austin, you're going to play DJ Tom Stoppard. Okay. Uh, Blake and. Yeah, Blake and Jimmy, you guys are. So, Blake, you were going to play Cockle Spatula. Jimmy, Mm -hmm. you're going to play Roger Spatula. Oh, this is a. (laughs) And I'm going to play Garther the Ghost Goodfuck. All right, what can you tell me about Cockle? We. Uh, he has a southern accent. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish... Okay. The year is 2037. Oh, wait. Go ahead and read the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. This is... Make a cuckle. The year is 2037. Some music is playing on the radio, and as it ends, a DJ starts talking. Folks and friends, that was Bames John and his 80s one-hit power track, Shaky Bitch. (laughs) And now for the moment I'm sure most of you have been waiting for, back in 2033, right here on WKYS, two ambassadors from what was at the time the People's Republic of Mississippi, now Alabama, gave an historic first interview to the outside world, a moment I'm sure a few of our listeners haven't forgotten. Now almost four years later, They've reached out to us once again to give a second interview. Apparently, some momentous news is in order. We've sent our very own Kimberly Casper and her new husband, Garther Goodfuck, the ghost from the last sketch, to their capital, (laughs) Mobile, Alabama, to conduct some research and this very exciting new interview. Now, people, I want to remind all of you of the sensitive nature of the last interview and inform everyone that this recording will be captured live. So, in the case that things get out of hand, my producer is on standby, ready to cut the feed. Now, let's send it over to Kim and Garth. Kim, are you there? Hello, Tom. I'm reporting live from the capital of the People's Republic of Alabama with my husband, Garther Goodfuck. Garther, say hello to all the humans and haunts back home in the free world. Hey, everybody. You know, Tom, I gotta say, it's not so bad here. These people don't really understand most technology, so the air's pretty clean. I mean, it all does smell like an asshole with a steady stream of fat flowing out his gaping pink mouth, but I think that's just Alabama. Sure thing, Garth. So after your time in the Republic, do either of you have a good guess as to what the news the chancellors might have to break to you could be? Yeah, we've got a pretty good idea, Tom. 
Oh? Yeah, after our last interview, when the entire nation was cucked on satellite radio in front of the rest of the United States, it seems as though the chancellors have become obsessed with revenge. Honestly, it was pretty much all cockle talked about over last night's dinner. It was annoying, Tom. So, the National Guard should be on standby? That is the gist of it. But also, I mean, the last ballistic missile aimed at Vermont just shot wide and hit Pakistan. So, honestly, that was probably a net win for the president. Certainly the case, Garth. How long until the chancellors arrive for their interview? Uh, good timing, Tom. Their 2004 Pontiac Sunfire is pulling up now. There's a knock at the door. Garth goes over and opens it. Cockle is visibly disappointed. Shitfire, they got you ghosts working for them. That they do, Chief. How's Maria? I'd oblige you to keep my wife's good name off the record, thank you very much. Matter of fact, my brother and I weren't informed that there'd be a damn ghost at this interview. We were under the impression it'd just be Miss Kimberly. Ass? Car! You should know it's Mrs. now, and my husband stays. That's not up for negotiation. A beat as Cockle pulls out a Newport menthol for himself and Roger. Roger lights them. Fine. Roger? NASCAR. You're probably wondering why I asked you here today, Miss Ghost. Me and everyone at home listening. We're going to get revenge, little lady. Right, Roger? NASCAR. You see, Roger's oldest boy, Roger Nascar Spatula Jr., watches a lot of these Chinese cartoons, Dragon Ball and Tokyo Shampoo. <laughs> and while I'll confess most of that shit just sounds like squawking <laughs> sounds to me, I seen this one thing about a year ago where they had a bunch of kids inside robots that fought aliens and then had sex with them. The robots had sex, not the kids. I started thinking maybe there was a... Onto something. Well, I tell old Roger and we get the bright idea to build an army of robots that these kids can ride into battle and kill all the ghosts. <laughs> Especially that ghost that your fancy soy people elected president last year. Not President Jacob Marley. Yes, indeed. Roger's offspring are marching at this very moment on Capitol Hill to see the place ablaze and raise the flag of Alabama over the ashes. This will be our hour of reckoning. Alabama reigns supreme. NASCAR! Tom, can you report on the status of Washington, D.C. at this moment? Don't worry, Kim. I don't know how they fucked it up, seeing as Alabama and Washington are connected by land, but somehow the Mech Child Army ended up in Iran and are being drone bombarded by the U.S. Air Force. Let's go to some footage of that. In post, we add recordings of children screaming. <laughs> yeah, that should be easy. Nothing Americans shouldn't be used to hearing from the Middle East. Anyway, Kim, I hope your trip was informative and enjoyable. We'll see you back in the land of the free. <laughs> Same to you, Tom. Coast you ghost NASCAR! Yay! That was fun. That was um, a Christmas sketch. It was a... Was it? Was it? Yeah, it's a Christmas episode. Jake, Jacob Marley's the president. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, I was trying to think of famous ghosts, and the first ghost I could think of was Jacob Marley, so. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah.
We're um, a month out. I love Coughlin Roger. I just love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been watching, uh, for the people at home, I've been watching Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> and uh, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. That was all I could think about this week. So I thought it would be fun to, like, what if rednecks... What no, and, anime? and yeah. I love what it because you also combined it with your disdain shampoo. for yeah. American presidents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was great. Yeah, well, it's yeah. not hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's easy. So, um, yeah, I, I want I want this to be a reoccurring bit. A it lot. Might be. Yeah. We'll see. You could bring this back whenever, and I'll be pleased. Yeah. I I want to, but I also want to maybe develop Roger so that he says more than just NASCAR. I thought he was saying I a think lot. I oh, think, you did good. Yep. I think if you're if you do want him to say mm-hmm. things other than the words NASCAR, because mm-hmm. it's his son, right, that watches the anime. anime. Yeah. So it's like maybe he just starts speaking Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Roger NASCAR Spatula Junior. Yeah. That's his kid's name. What do you, yeah. What do you think happened when they transferred Mississippi to Alabama? Did they have sex with all the female ghosts? Were there female ghosts to have sex with? I imagine that it was. Uh, a lie, uh, okay. and that Alabama is worse than Mississippi. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and so then. Hot take. That is a hot it take. Is a hot take. I think Alabama is just Mississippi, but with none of the culture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what so, culture do you mean in Mississippi? Missis- listen, Mississippi for all of their racism and blatant homophobia. <laughs> Uh, there's like history there, right? You got the Mississippi River. You got uh, food. You got the, the old catfish. You got catfish. Yeah, catfish. Uh, rednecks. Mm-hmm. They didn't abolish slavery until technically like 2014, I think. Yeah, that's for real. I'm True. not even joking about that. Um, Ooh, damn. Yeah. So I don't know. That's true. Alabama's just kind of like shitty and also just shitty like there's nothing there they do have the mm-hmm. birmingham children's theater which is just a great mm-hmm. theater you got a lot of songs there's a lot of songs about Alabama. yeah that's true they have what? the band there's a band birmingham. there's a band yeah there's a hmm. there's, there's no band called mississippi what if there was let's start it okay it's cockle and cockle and roger cockle spatula. spatula's band mississippi. mississippi all right wow well, that was fun it's going to blake blake okay um I was going to write a lot more parts, so I'm sorry, Megan, but you're going to be playing both Girl 1 and Girl 2. Everybody has names except Girl yep. 1 and Girl 2. I also like that in the actual script, it's not girl, it's Goral. Yeah. You spelled it oh, with an O all the way throughout. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my bad. Except, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Interior kitchen is this, day. Is this the girl script? one and girl two? <laughs> yeah. So no, it's um, fine. This is the uh, bit. It's fine. They're wearing skirts and rearing children <laughs> <laughs> and listening to their husbands. <laughs> well, uh, if you can just read those in two different have voices, no speaking parts, but <laughs> still have names. They yeah. still named characters. Okay, sorry, All right. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, Jimmy, you'll be reading Gabin. All right. Uh, Austin, you'll be reading Ryan. And Logan, you'll be reading for Satan. Yeah. I want to stress this. Uh, you're all just vibing. Think office space, just very plain dialogue. Right. Just, 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 well, you just read Me however too. you want. Vanilla Whatever. ice cream, baby. Um, Got it. <clears throat> Here we go. Okay. Okay. Dance with the devil. 
I present to you. Oh, wait. Do you mind doing that again? I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Blake Brown, and I present to you. <laughs> Dance with the Devil. We find our main characters working at a coffee shop nearing close. Gavin is cleaning the espresso machine as a small group walks in. He sees them ordering a few mochas at the front counter and rolls his eyes. He looks at his watch and sees that it's five minutes until close. With a sigh, he reopens one of the heads and begins to dose out espresso for the four to-go mochas. We just ordered those mochas. Is there any way I could get that with oat milk? I totally forgot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I <laughs> can I get mine half sweet? I'll really appreciate it. Yeah, uh that that's cool. The girls walk away and Gavin shoots a glance at his coworker Ryan. Ryan shrugs his shoulders and starts to walk over to Gavin. <laughs> Fucking bitches. Whoa. <laughs> Chill, bro. It's just four drinks. It's it's the principle of the thing. Uh, imagine having the gall to walk in and order right before close. Ryan looks over at the group of women to make sure they can't hear Gavin. They're all looking at their phones. Uh, here, let me help. We'll get it knocked out really quick. Ryan starts stirring the chocolate sauce into the milk in each cup as Gavin pulls shots and dumps them in. Several minutes pass. The girls get their drinks and thank the two baristas and walk out. Uh, you good, bro? You seem really irritable today. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm fed up with this COVID bullshit. I feel like all I do is wake up. Go to work, get home, cook, do the dishes, and fall asleep. I'm in a rut. Yeah, sounds like you just need to change up the routine. I guess, man. I, I just need some excitement in my life. I haven't been able to do anything that I love in months. I feel that, bro. Maybe we'll see a vaccine in a couple months. You never know. I hope so. I'm trying to hit the club, bro. I haven't danced with strangers in too long. Remember what it was like to want personal space? <laughs> yeah, I miss that. We'll be back at Barb soon, man. I hope so, man. The two go about their closing duties. 20 minutes later, Ryan goes to check on Gavin's progress with the deep clean on the espresso machine. What's with the sixes, bro? What? On the machine, all three cycles are at six seconds. You're trying to summon the devil, bro? Oh, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. Uh, yeah, sure. Like I said, man, I need some excitement in my life. You're crazy, bro. Well, don't come crying to me if it actually works. Come on, man. You, you don't actually believe in that shit, do you? I mean, I was raised Catholic. I, I don't practice anymore, but I'm sensitive to that spiritual shit. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't work anyways. I would need to make some sort of sacrifice, right? Well, no, they don't really teach you how to summon Satan in the Bible. If I, like, killed a cat or something, it'd probably work. Yeah, but that would be pretty fucked up, bro. You're right. You're right. Ouch! At that moment, a bee landed on Gavin's neck and stung him. Gavin instinctively slapped his neck and killed the bee. The bee's dead carcass fell to the ground in front of the espresso machine, and a pentagram surrounded by various symbols <laughs> appeared on the ground, glowing a bright orange. Satan erupted from a rift in the ground, coming to rest in front of them. He is wearing a tartan plaid suit with the nipples cut out. They've been replaced with see-through circles to show off his giant nipple rings. He's also a full foot taller than Gavin. Gavin feels vaguely threatened. Where the fuck am I? Whoa, are, are you Satan? Obviously, why did you summon me? Uh, it was an accident. We were joking around with 666 on the machine cycle display and then Gavin here killed that bee. Oh yeah, 
See, if you present a sacrifice in front of the number 666, it would summon me. Typically, I would be pretty pissed, but it sounds like this was just a misunderstanding. That's really chill of you, Satan. Sorry about the inconvenience, bro. Oh, of course. I'm not a savage. All right, well, I guess I'll be going. Ciao. <laughs> Wait. Gavin here was just talking about how much everything sucks these days with COVID running rampant. To- oh, totally. Well, anyways, you know, Gavin was talking about how he missed having excitement in his life. We were saying how much we missed dancing with strangers. Gavin shoots a glance at Ryan, who shoots a glance back. Gavin realizes they're on the same page and interjects. Satan, you're a stranger to us. Do you want to dance? Gavin and Ryan were not on the same page. Oh, it's fine, though. You're probably busy. Don't feel obligated. Oh, of course. Nobody's asked me to dance in months. This COVID thing is ruining my life. Satan snaps and several men appear in the corner with fiddles. They appear to be naked and afraid with heavy cast iron collars attached to chains, snaking through a burning rift in the wall. They begin to play lively fiddle music. It's really fine. Dance! All right. (laughs) Gavin, Ryan... (laughs) Gavin, Ryan, and Satan begin to dance to the lively fiddle music on the counter. The only way they know how. They hit a perfectly choreographed whip and nene and pivot into a windmill spank. (laughs) They descended from the counter in perfect time with each other, shimming all the way down. Satan does a backbend and snaps right back up, clapping eighth notes as his horned head looks right and left in time. As he claps, 46 minions of darkness appear around them. A mirror ball also appears and glitter falls from the ceiling. Everyone seems to be shimming the night away as post-punk hits play loudly from the blackened cast ironclad speakers, shaking the building. This is amazing! I thought Satan would be less cool. I know! I finally miss personal space again! What? I said, I finally miss personal space again! What?! The music quiets down as a low-pass filter kicks in to transfer to a new song. I said, I have no personal space, and the strangers stink. It's great. There is a record-scratching sound as the music stops. Satan turns around to face the two baristas. Did I just hear you complaining about my party? No, 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 Satan, baby. You don't understand. It's a good thing, really. Satan... Satan does a full 360 in midair, landing in the splits with arms outstretched, pointing directly at Gavin and Ryan. (laughs) The two baristas burst into flame and run out the front door screaming. They flail on the front lawn as music picks right back up and Satan breaks right back into the whippin' nene. Blake, this sketch... Okay. I don't know if you know who Mandy Moore is. Not the actress, the jazz choreographer. No. <laughs> um, uh, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore choreographed La La Land. Okay. Um, and this sketch is my La La Land. This <laughs> sketch is my. Well, thank you very much. As I, in, only white people understand it. Or? As in, I want to make this sketch, and I desperately want to choreograph these minions. <laughs> 
Okay, let's do it. I, Jimmy. 46 volunteers not on. I know you're on board. Jimmy and Blake, these are my probably my favorite sketches you two have written. Wow. Ooh, this episode's a This is, in in Megan's, this is a hitter episode. I, 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 Blake, I need you to know I will be thinking about this as I fall asleep tonight. I need to make this sketch. You know what I'll be thinking about as Megan falls asleep tonight? What? Here's what. what. Cled jungle. Ooh. Here, so I, I feel like Gavin is Blake. Blake is Gavin. Yep. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to be you and dress up as yeah. you and get some like curly orange hair going yeah. at the top and yeah. some like, and just talk about in, in my synth, head, synths all day. Yeah. In my head, I have or some the, yellow vans. This is filmed yeah. at the tavern. And I have like the three of them dancing, right? And then the two of us, I teach the two of us some choreo. And then we use that effect that's on like TikTok where um, you're like a a whole crowd of people. I'm so excited. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so we're the minions, but we can each be like lots of people. And then we, oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be good, dude. How did you feel like I did with my lines for the girls? You, that's exactly what I think of when I think of women. Yeah. So that you nailed it. <laughs> Women. Yeah. All right, Blake. Women. I have two nuts. Okay. One, we need to find another girl who is allowed to speak. <laughs> I don't know about that. Come I don't on. Know. No, I don't know. no. That way, Megan can be girl one, and it's not too much pressure. You know, we can give someone else girl two. So I had six character names started, uh-huh. um, and I was going to have uh, some people having like multiple parts. Um, but, uh, I think, I think I maybe slacked off a bit too much prior to writing. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm really. Blake didn't start writing this week for like 40 minutes. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally he wrote most of this in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then, and I was like nailing it. Cause I was like, oh, that should be pretty easy to write. And then you said 15 <laughs> minutes easy. and I'm still handling. Like, I think Satan had just popped up and I was like, well, Fuck, like, what do I do now? Uh, yeah. And so I think I had planned on... I actually like the way it turned out. No, I I'm, love it. Blake, do you think that um, the girls, the girls um, end up joining the party that they're, like, the real slutty type and Satan's, like, come dance on me, and they do? That's I what I imagine. You or do you really think that do? they sit there having no idea what's going on just on their phones? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like either either answer is a trap. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, I think that the the two girls um, are. I think the women take control of their own sexuality yeah. and recognize that they are yeah. in power of Boring. their own bodies. Yeah. That it's their body. It's Boring their problem. Alert. I had my second note, which goes back to the girls, which okay. I think because you start with the girl and the mm-hmm. fact that Gavin said fucking bitches, <laughs> it should circle back to that oh. in the end. Oh. Um, either with the girls coming in and having a complaint and then Satan has to remake their mochas. Yes. I was going to say, I was going to say, here's what I'm going to, here's, and Austin, you made me think of this is if, if we go the route where they they just, they're on their phones the whole time, they never look up. They're just really enthralled on Instagram. Then Satan gets mad. He sets them ablaze. They run out the building. Like Satan goes away or whatever. And then they like finally look up and they're like, where are my guys? Cause like no one brought them to the table and that's how it ends. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're at the very top and that they're at the very end. I, gimme, I, gimme, gimme I do like the idea of somebody witnessing like burning, screaming bodies yeah. at, at a coffee shop and then like 
you know, legions yeah. of minions and Satan yeah. just hitting the nene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the, the minions uh, should be grinding on the girls. Yeah. Also, they yes. should be up, like, touching yeah. them, probably. Yeah. And also, Grand they should fight Emu. Yes. They should fight uh, Emu. Yeah. Hmm. Should make a movie about that, Logan. Yeah, okay. I'm working on it. Okay. So, uh, yeah. There it is. So, we will be filming this one. We like, will be filming just so uh, you know. a dance routine for this one. Very cool. Okay, Austin, take us home. All right. We're going to... Look, this guy, I'm going to say it, you know, a little bit of a stinky... Because I didn't finish it. A little bit of a stinky. Little we'll bit. finish it for you. Poopy. Yeah, Actually, we'll, I, we'll I, improvise see, the see. last part of it. Okay. All right, so We're we have to cast here. Second half of the sketch. Um, uh, Megan, you are Gerard. Do you see the, do you see the character description? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Jimmy, you're going to be uh, recruit number one. Logan, you are recruit number two. Blake, your mom. I'm mom. Okay. Don't think I need to give you any directions okay. for that. Girl what? number one. Mom. Yes, am I, am I, one. how do I, how do I read, do I read it like mom or do, is it more like mom, you know? Uh, it's more like you, your love <laughs> crushes your children. I'm overbearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Can you handle that princess? Can you handle that chief? That's my new, that's the new character. That's your new, uh, <laughs> that you're new saying. <laughs> All right, this is episode 17. <laughs> Interior training facility day. A giant warehouse has been converted into gymnasium with free weights, large tires, and sparring mats. Scattered around are about 10 to 12 men in exercise attire, lifting weights and training MMA-style blows and practice gear. Peering over his recruits is their instructor, Gerard. The age is starting to show in his hairline, but he can still kick any snowflake's ass in two seconds flat. He whistles to rally his men. All right, boys, gather round. They come to Gerard with a dogmatic pep in their step. You've been training here for some time now. When each of you first came to me, you were sad, sad excuses for men. Anyone else would have taken one look at you and said, pussy, cuck, neck, beard, maybe even incel, especially you, Tommy, but me. I saw potential, a phoenix of testosterone and strength ready to take on the world. Now, nearing the end of our time together, before you walk through the flames and are reborn in the closing, I would like to test you, see what real progress we're making. Tests of both the body and the mind. Do you understand what I ask of you now? The men nod their heads. A couple stretch their body in preparation. One even cracks his neck. Good. You, step forward. Gerard points at one of the most barrel-chested recruits. My buddy is ready, sir. Name? Clarence. Not your weak name, son. You're close to your new life, so you can go by your name of strength. Trent? My, my name is Trent, and I'm a man, goddammit. Damn right. Trent, with all your strength, take this board and break it with your might. Gerard hands Trent a two-by-four, and Trent immediately snaps it in half. Trent? With all your strength, eat this ghost pepper. Trent snatches the pepper from Gerard's hand and chomps down. He takes a couple of exasperated breaths, but manages to keep cool. Not even a sweat. Impressive. Now, Trent, with all your strength, take this phone. Trent yanks the phone out of Gerard's hand and is about to crush it. Wait! Trent, take this phone and tell your mother you're not coming home for Thanksgiving. What? What? That's right, Trent. You gotta call your mom on the phone right now. Please. And tell her. No. Tell her why, Trent. 
Tell her why you're not coming. No more excuses. No stomach aches. No more tight work schedules. You tell her exactly that your family life is toxic for your mental health. And being family only forgives so much. Trent is baffled. Sweat is pouring down his brow. His giant forearms are struggling to put the phone up to his ear. Trent is screaming in agony and has to muster every fiber of his being in order to dial. The phone rings. Hello? Clarence? Ah! Trent's nose starts to bleed and his anguishing rage grips his old being. The phone crumbles to pieces from the sheer force of his grip. Trent is now on the floor crying in the fetal position. That's what I thought. Back to square one with you. Trent is dragged away by some staff. The other recruits are scared. Brother Clarence couldn't cut it. In eight years, he'll have another chance to prove that he is truly Trent. Who's next? No one steps forward. They all try to avoid contact with Gerard. Someone up front caves and matches his gaze. You. Fuck. Give us your old name and your strong name. Shit, shit, shit. My, uh... (laughs) I was brought into this world as Leopold. But I will begin anew as Brad. Brad, bend this wrench. Easy. Brad bends a long metal wrench into a perfect arc. Sir, sever your left toe and sew it back on. Brad hacks it off and makes an excellent stitch with little but a small wince. Good. You can go to my office now. Oh, thank God. Inside there. No, please. What else? Inside there is your lady friend, Jessie. Your lady friend for over a year now. It's time. Oh, no, I can't. I'll call my mom instead. You'll go in there. Tell her you want a relationship. Tell her you want a commitment. Uh, Not something flimsy without a label. But, but what if she leaves because of it? I'd rather have half of her love than nothing at all. Gerard just shrugs and points to his watch. Brad stands up and looks at all the men around him. They nod in approval and encouragement. Brad realizes what he must do. He cuts out his own tongue. Coward. Pussy. Gerard spits at Brad and he walks out of the gym with his tongue in one hand and shame in another. This is the part of the sketch where Austin finally didn't realize the time. And now we'll go around the room and ask everyone how they think the sketch should end. Ooh. Ooh, that is fun. So I always think of, I think of this role all the time. Just I think I, think I learned it from an SNL sketch where like Steve Martin said, uh, comedy happens in threes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I should have a third example. Yeah, yeah. so the third, third example. Well, mm-hmm. and also you could do the third example. Is Gerard? I that was literally my yeah. gonna be my yeah. ending. I didn't okay. know what upset him though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what broke Gerard? You mean? Well, yeah. Like the third example could be like someone being like someone be like you have to prove. Yeah, we've never seen like, you do anything like hey, that. Hey, we seen you break boards, but we ain't seen you talk to your mother, yeah. right? And then Gerard's like, I do it all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, Do you? You know what I mean? Maybe like, no, I'll do it. No, that's so vote over-tired. for the president. Vote like, for who you think the president should be. Be like Gerard. Do they know about? Uh, do they know about Tommy? And they point to the right, and that's his like partner. His, and he's yeah. Like, gay, his uh, yeah, that he's gay. No. I, I was gonna say that could be one, but I think being gay is the most manly thing you could do. Yeah, though. I was You're like, it's kind sex of with a, with a man. I was like, it's kind of a, a overdone. Yeah, <laughs> that it's like not manly or whatever. It's wildly manly. Um, yeah, that's too manly. What What are some things that strong men break from? Um, well, well, white men, men white middle-aged men are the most likely demographic to commit suicide. Um, so he could break I'm from suicide. I'm looking at all four of you in the next 
20 years. Yeah, hey. one of us is gone. Oh, for sure. And now, look, I'm just saying. Dibs. Probably me. Dibs. <laughs> um, but anyway, so like they tradi- or like statistically suffer with depression the most. Mm. Okay. You can tell. Oh, go to therapy. What? I've got one. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Yeah, this go is my to, therapist. Yeah. This card. I'm, yeah. Just go to just, just go, go to what? a session. What is that? Just like just like a dude that you go kiss? But I think I think that his <laughs> No. What? I think I think he's trying to offer therapy he, in oh, a way. Oh, he's trying yeah. to break through the mold. <clears throat> so Here's I, one. I feel like I don't know if that would necessarily the, the, work. This is the Facebook video that gets passed around so much. When a stepdad has an adopted daughter and then they bring the the daughter brings paperwork to the dad that says that they're now their real dad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all seen those? No. no. Yeah. Like he I, could, I've, I've seen he them. could, maybe he has a stepdaughter who's break. always called him Gerard. Yeah. And he has to ask her, will you, you know, you, you could, your, you could call me, a real dad? you could call me dad. And she's like, no. Yeah. I like that. Oh, that's wholesome as shit. His, his name and strength is father. <gasps> what oh. if, okay. What if we did a third? And he has sex with a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we did a third recruit, but then the button was Gerard not connecting with his stepdaughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, that's great. I think if mm-hmm. I had any say in this, it would end in dance. <laughs> I'm typing that in right now. I second yeah, this motion. Go ahead motion. and write that note. Blake dance. says Put in dance. dance. Oh. Blake bow, says dance. Bow, dance bow. with dance the devil. Uh, I want a shirt that says Blake says dance. Blake says dance. It's like um, that one stupid. It's like I want it to be in that stupid design from Friends that's like Frankie say relax. Shaky bitch says dance. I want it to say shaky bitch says dance. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or Blake says dance. One of the two. I love that. Wow, this was a heavy hitter episode. This is a good show. Wow. Yeah, I, I really like, honestly. I man, really I, just I, yeah. love making If you're making not laughing right guys, now, what are you doing? This is the yeah. pride and joy of my week, and you're all very Austin, funny when, and when smart. when are you going to unveil the, the full version of this sketch? When, are we, when do we get to see it with the final when, ending? When do y'all want to do a revisement? Well, episode? I don't even know that we need to. I kind of thought it was cool that at the end, we just like riffed on, because that's what we would have done anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think it's, okay. that made Maybe me kind of think that when it was we okay to not finish our sketches and then just I'm always okay with you guys not finishing yeah. your sketches but just sometimes yeah. I don't even want to write a sketch and I just want to write just straight up a script that's not I even actually, you know what I mean I actually have a friend who listens to this podcast mm-hmm. and he was saying that he wants us to do an episode where in the first section where we're telling stories that we don't finish it and that we write the endings oh that's brilliant wild yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. wait, we but have to give each other. Well, so we have. Yeah, we have to give each other a story. A story. So we yeah. draw names of whose story. Yeah. We're so we could do that at some point too. That'd yeah. be fun. We could. It would make my my friend that are happy. Well, I, I, I mean, also that. the original. What's your friend's address? Where do they live? <laughs> social. The Was there social yeah. of the show is for us to all to become better as writers and yeah. hopefully make some money. Doing yeah. that. And we're definitely yeah. not getting that second part. Yeah. But we can Where's still do money? the first part. I'm already yeah. making so much money. I'm not uh, at all. Yeah. I'm not at all. Uh, Logan makes a t shirt. So he's the closest one to the money. That's no point. money at all. Well, no, because I, I got a call from um, who's the guy from SNL? Barbarella. Oh, Lauren Michael. Like, Lauren Michael called me and he said, um, 
What is what is it, what does his voice sound like again? Oh Blake, it's so wonderful to hear from you. I'm yeah, he said, loving your Oh Blake, it's yeah. so wonderful to hear from you. Well, Blake, and I was like, is this Lauren Michael, dude? Oh my god, how did you get my number, man? And, yeah. and Lauren Michael said, Oh, I just I did some snooping around when I heard your podcast, and I thought on? you were really funny. And I said, <laughs> I think he's sliding into Paul McCartney. I said, yeah. I said, oh my God, Lauren, you're so crazy, <laughs> man. This is so random. Uh, said, I don't want to impose, but are you going to offer me a job as a writer? And I he swear said, to God, Blake, if you go work on <laughs> SNL and leave this podcast, SNL fucking sucks. He said, you're so funny, and I would. <laughs> Love to pay for you uh, to write for us, and I said, "Oh my God, Lauren, you're so funny! Crazy. I love to pay for you to write for us." So I'm actually making a ton it, of money. It's me, Lauren Michaels, and my friend Blake Brown. Oh, oh no! Uh, I want you oh, to no. come and write it. the jokes on the pudding. All right, all right. This is in the Danger Junior Writers Room. We gotta cut off. All right, bye. The Danger Junior Writers Room is a Danger Junior production. Come suck. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Come suck. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown. Come suck. Edited by. Austin's Essen Comsock theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly Comsock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior Productions at DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled DangerJRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Comsock. All right, she dead now. Bye bye.